to the other 99.9% of earthlings. Well, that's the title of our episode today, and uh, that is my way of welcoming each of you to Poetry, Passion, and Pleasure podcast with your host, Dale Byron. I'm thrilled that you're here. Welcome. And um, so I want to continue this conversation from last week. We had a piece called The Building Not Named for Us. And of course, we were talking using poetry in a kind of non-traditional way, of course, to talk about the challenges of wealth inequality in the sort of the grand scheme of the meta crisis that we often talk about um, uh, on this podcast. And but this week, I've got a message. Um, the the piece that I've selected is a message to the other ninety nine point nine percent of us. And uh, what we'll see today, in my theory of the case is that the challenges we face, uh, particularly the the overall meta-crisis, which includes political, sociological, particularly ecological challenges, is not so much about individual bad people, if I can say it that way. I think it, my theory of the case is it's a lot more about the contextual stories that we identify with that are leading us astray. So we have old stories and we have bad stories, in my humble opinion. And so this piece that we're going to jump right into, um, I think, gets to that. And then, you know, let's we'll unpack it a little bit more, but let's get right to the piece. It's called The Other 99.9% of Earthlings. And it goes like this. If we tried... If we tried, could you imagine, could you imagine our creating some new stories? Yes, yes. Stories going with the grain, stories going with the grain, befriending the earth as skilled as a river. Helpful stories that are true and work, reconnecting humans to the earth in that common sense way, in that common sense way that doesn't burn all of our lives down or the whole planet with it. And all the earth's boundless beauty, its butterflies, birds, baboons, and bees, its mountains, muskrats, muskrats, maple trees, snails, savannas, and stunning vistas running to away. So we're setting the scene here about the stories that we need, the stories that we must have, the new stories that will allow us to act, um, as they say, more skillfully, going with the grain, befriending the earth as skilled as a river. So the poem goes on. Forget being meek. Forget being meek. Let's try intentional and a bit wiser for a time. Can we simply outfox all those bunkered up, brittle, ossified stories that are collectively and merely rearranging the chairs on the deck? 
stories celebrating their own business-as-usual Kool-Aid so long that their words have forgotten every single digit of money is really a claim upon Mother Earth backed by the promises of average people. So we jump out of the poem for just a minute. Um, bunkered up, brittle, ossified stories. <laughs> well, that tells it. That tells it. Because living these stories, living these stories, and as we've talked about on this podcast, of uh, believing that somehow or another human beings are separate from the earth, that somehow or another we are different and not, um, um, you know, that that the, the laws of physics don't apply to us in some way, that the laws of physics and reality <laughs> itself does not apply to us, that we can have unlimited growth on this finite planet. And we've talked about that so many times before. The poem goes on. Especially, don't be impressed by cars, penthouses, and airplanes. Especially, don't be impressed by cars, penthouses, and airplanes. If a building is dedicated to a billionaire, whisper the old name first. <laughs> if they say they're giving all their money away, they're giving all their money away, say good, say good. Then say, why not retire it instead? Say our new stories reduce inflation for us all. And if they offer their advice on worldly matters, and if they offer their advice on worldly matters, say thanks, of course, say thanks, of course. But say, their ideas are no better than a wise person with far less money. So, um, let me, let's, let's, uh, I will come back to this, but I just want to continue. This is in the last, to the last stanza of the poem. Above all, above all, don't be pushy or rude or vexatious while telling these, while telling these our new stories. Remember that angels remain light in order to fly. Remember, remember, remember that angels stay light in order to fly. And don't forget, and don't forget that the religious and spiritual traditions are walking you home, arm in arm, arm in arm, nodding, yes, yes, Say more. So just stay a cheap date. So just stay a cheap date. Be easily impressed. Delighted. Be awed. Practice resurrection. Be grateful. Be grateful. And please, and please, let's forgive the oligarchs. Bad stories have let them and us down. Above all, don't be pushy or rude or vexatious while telling these our new stories. Remember that angels remain light in order to fly. 
And don't forget that the religious and spiritual traditions are walking you home, arm in arm, nodding, yes, yes, say more. So just stay a cheap date. Just stay a cheap date. Be easily impressed, delighted, be awed, practice resurrection, be grateful, be grateful. And please, let's forgive the oligarchs. Bad stories have let them and us down. Well, this poem, uh, when it came through uh, some time ago, it's a little piece that I wrote in thinking through this. Um, this poem surprised and then delighted me because it helped me, which is which is something which I um, often experience when writing or reading other people's poems, especially the ones that I'm, what I would call good poems that I'm attracted to. And every poem's a miracle. Every poem's a miracle. It's just that some poems will appeal to us, each of us. And it's fine, you know, find those and be delighted. Find those and be inspired. Find those and be enlightened, right? And so I find that um, when I find a, or, or I find that um, with my own writing, and of course, with finding a poem that just delights me, just grabs me. A poem is any language that has us pay careful attention, remember. But I find that it actually helps me to um, unpack how I believe. You know, it's that thing that we've talked about on here before. Poetry is the art of hearing ourselves say things we did not know we knew. Poetry is the art of hearing ourselves say things we did not know we knew. And for me, it can happen both in my own writing when I, when, when the, you know, when something surprising happens, like in this particular poem, or certainly when I'm reading another poet's poetry that just grabs me and I just, all of a sudden it's like, it's like I get the world a little bit better. I understand my own um, beliefs and this insight that I've just gained is amazing. And so what I'm speaking about here is that the idea, again, my theory of the case, is that it's not so much about bad people. You know, there's this kind of thing where we, you know, we fight and, and you know, we make it a personal thing. I don't think that's true. I think the evidence is totally different from that. I think the evidence says that uh, even good people living in a culturally bad, economically bad, culturally bad story can do a lot of destructive things. So what is incumbent upon us is uh, to come up with new stories that enliven us, that um, um, uh, it's like a gravitational pull toward being our best selves a gravitational pull um, that gets us away from enemies. And um, it's like the, the context we must change, the story we must change. Hard on stories, easy on people. Inventing new stories, creating new stories, spreading new stories.
because we're all implicated these days with, with uh, again, what we're calling the metacrisis, the political, the social, the ecological. And if we are uh, if we are going to live into, as the poet Rilke used to say, live into the answers, better answers, we're going to have to create better stories. If we're going to live into better answers, we're going to have to create better stories. I'll say more about this in, in upcoming episodes, but I, um, I really believe and I really feel this sense of how important it is for us to examine the stories that we are living. And uh, for sure, as we've talked about so many times, the story of human beings being separate from the natural world, even the term the natural world assumes separation. We are, it's like Alan Watts used to say, the earth peoples as an apple tree apples. We come from the earth. We're not living on it, separate from it, and able to control it and do whatever we want with the earth. That, have you noticed, is not working out so well. The last stanza of the poem says, Above all, above all, don't be pushy or rude or vexatious, while telling these our new stories. There again, there's the new story. While telling these our new stories, remember, <laughs> remember that angels remain light in order to fly. Uh, and don't forget that the religious and spiritual traditions are walking you home, arm in arm, arm in arm, nodding yes, yes. Say more. So just stay a cheap date. <laughs> Be easily impressed. Delighted. Be awed. Practice resurrection. Be grateful. And please, let's forgive the oligarchs. And please, let's forgive the billionaires. And please, let's forgive the oligarchs. Bad stories have let them and us down. Well, um, again, more to say on future episodes uh, about this theory of the case, that if we change the stories, and remember, poetry is a, is a story without the boring parts. <laughs> it's a story where the boring parts have been removed. Um, and I think that's why I'm so enthralled with stories. Um, and so enthralled with what they do um, for us, for the human heart, for the mind, how they embolden us to act in the most skillful ways, or how they, quite frankly, send us down the wrong path. Yes, the wrong path, particularly when we are fixed and attached to these stories in our very identity is uh, inseparable from these stories. We'll, we'll talk about that as well in future, um, uh, future podcasts. Okay, so thank you so much for your listening here. That brings us to a wrap. Um, and um, 
Yes, thank you so much. Make a comment, refer this to other people that you think might enjoy the podcast. And uh, as I as I like to always say, until next time, and next poem or poems, please take good care of yourself, and if you can, someone else.